This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. Good morning, and welcome to the second half of Catholic Radio on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio. During this liturgy, we will pray together, listen to, and reflect on the readings of the day, as well as getting a little bit of news from our parishes. I'm June Hurley, and because of COVID restrictions, we have pre-recorded this liturgy, and Cecily Fanukan and Angela Kelly are taking turns to be with me in the studio. So, good morning, Cecily. Good morning, June. And Angela. (laughs) (laughs) Today is the second Sunday of Lent, and the readings for today focus on something quite mysterious. There is the promise to Abraham that his descendants will be as numerous as the stars in the sky. Paul's injunction to the Philippians not to return to old habits, and Luke's Gospel's account of the Transfiguration. Some time ago, I had gone down to the Lido with my grandchildren, and I was sitting on the sidelines, and in front of me, there was a a young mother walking in the water with her little toddler, holding her toddler, and I watched for about 10 minutes the, the sort of interaction between the two. It was just so beautiful. It was one of those God moments, you know, awesome God and I can sort of understand Peter in the Transfiguration wanting to put those booths up and just keep it because it was just so wonderful. Mm. But at least we can keep these in our memories and our hearts.
And now let us begin our liturgy by acknowledging the Holy Trinity in the name of the Father, Father and, and of the, the Son, and, and of the, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. On Mount Tabor, Peter, James, and John got a glimpse of the glory that was hidden in Jesus. Through faith, we too glimpse the glory of the risen Jesus, who lives on in the church and in each one of us. Our sins disfigure our lives and tarnish the image of God within us. So let us ask for pardon for them and seek the grace to overcome them. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And let us pray. O God, who has commanded us to listen to your beloved Son, be pleased, we pray, to nourish us inwardly by your word, that, with spiritual sight made pure, we may rejoice to behold your glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. Amen. Now let us listen to God's word. A reading from the book of Genesis. The Lord brought Abram outside and said, Look toward heaven and count the stars, if you are able to count them. Then the Lord said to him, So shall your descendants be. And Abram believed the Lord, and the Lord reckoned it to him as righteousness. Then the Lord said to Abram, I am the Lord who brought you from Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to possess. But Abram said, O Lord God, how am I to know that I shall possess it? The Lord said to him, Bring me a heifer three years old, a female goat three years old, a ram three years old, a turtle dove and a young pigeon. Abraham brought the Lord all these and cut them in two, laying each half over against the other, but he did not cut the birds in two. And when birds of prey came down on the carcasses, Abraham drove them away. As the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and a deep and terrifying darkness descended upon him. When the sun had gone down and it was dark, a smoking firepot and a flaming torch passed between these pieces. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your descendants I give this land, from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Music. The, the responsorial psalm, The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? 
The Lord is my light and my salvation. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. Come, my heart says, seek his face. Your face, Lord, do I seek. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger, you who have been my help. Do not cast me off. Do not forsake me, O God of my salvation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. I believe that I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, join in imitating me and observe those who live according to the example you have in us. For many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. I have often told you of them, and now I tell you even with tears. Their end is destruction. Their God is the belly, and their glory is in their shame. Their minds are set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and it is from there that we are expecting a Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will transform the body of our humiliation, that it may be conformed to the body of his glory, by the power that also enables him to make all things subject to himself. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm, my beloved, in the Lord in this way. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up onto the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to Jesus. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as Moses and Elijah were leaving Jesus, leaving Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah. Peter did not know what he was saying. While Peter was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, 
my chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. And the disciples kept silent and in those days told no one any of the things they had seen. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. The homily is taken from um, the late Father Floor McCarthy. On Mount Table, God's light burst forth from the body of Jesus, and he was transfigured. The three apostles were overcome with the beauty and brilliance of it. It was not a surface thing, but something inside shining through. In short, God was in Jesus. We too have the splendor of divinity in us because we are made in the image of God. Therefore, we too can have moments of transfiguration. Van Gogh said, The poorest woodcutter or miner can have moments of emotion and inspiration which give him a feeling of an internal home to which he is near. A poor man living in a Dublin hospital for the homeless told the following story. One day he was walking along a street in Dublin. At a certain point, he found himself inside a church. Before he realised it, he was inside. He couldn't recall whether or not he said any prayers, but his soul was flooded with light. His depression lifted and a great peace descended on him. He felt that he belonged on this earth after all. He felt close to God and loved by God. The experience seemed to last for a long time, yet he had a feeling it may have lasted only a few minutes. But he said he'd gladly give the whole of his life for those few minutes. What made the experience so wonderful was the realisation that he had done absolutely nothing to deserve it. It was pure gift from God to him. For one short moment he tasted glory. However, when it was over, he found himself out in the streets once more, going along aimlessly as before. The effects of the experience faded. Though he went back to that church many times afterwards, he was never able to recapture that moment. That homeless man wanted to hold on to that experience. He wanted to go backwards instead of forwards. He might have used the experience to illuminate the darkness in his life and to go forward more hopefully and courageously. Peter made the same mistake. He wanted to stay on the mountaintop. He wanted to hug and hold on to the blessedness of the experience. He did not want to go back down to the everyday and common things again, but to remain forever in the enchanted land. But Jesus summoned him to go back down the mountain and to face the future. That experience was not meant to provide an escape from the struggle that lay ahead, but to help him face it. The hour of light was meant to help him face the hour of darkness. Yet it's clear that something of the wonder of that day remained with Peter and illuminated his life, because many years later he wrote, We were eyewitnesses of his glory on the mountain. A voice came to him saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. We too can experience rare moments of light and joy. We get glimpses of the promised land towards we are travelling in faith. In his love for us, God allows us to taste on earth the joys of the world to come. 
But these moments of transfiguration are given to us to strengthen us for our everyday tasks and to enable us to face the cross, which in some shape or form comes to everyone. The moment of glory does not exist for its own sake. It exists to clothe the common things with a radiance they never had before. Prayer and religion are not escapism. They are meant to help us face life with all its difficulties and challenges, to embrace the high and low moments of life, the hilltop and the pit. Let us pray to the Lord, who in his mercy hears us when he calls to him in good times and bad. For the Church, that we may listen with both our minds and hearts to your beloved Son and be transformed by his words. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For refugees from Ukraine, that you will guide them to places of safety Help them to find welcome and new homes and open the hearts of many to provide the resources that they need. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace, that you will bring an end to the violence in Ukraine, protect the innocent from harm, open channels for food and medicine, and help peace negotiations to begin. Lord, hear Hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For a spirit of gratitude, that we may look beyond our daily routines and, like Abraham, see your blessings that are as numerous as the stars of the sky. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who struggle to survive each day, that in you they may find hope and meaning and that through our love they may receive assistance and support. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who have died, that they may be resting in your love, 
and that those who mourn be comforted by the love of their neighbours. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. Good and gracious God, we are your people who long to see your face. Help us to grow in relationship with you and others through our words and actions, knowing that you alone are our light and our life. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
And Angela, if we may now have the news from the parishes, please. Um, during Lent, Stations of the Cross will be held at the Cathedral from 6 to 7pm every Friday night and Holy Adoration every Friday at Our Lady of Lourdes from 10.30am to 12 o'clock and praying, pray the public rosary in Palmerston North, the square under the clock tower every Wednesday night at 6 o'clock. And the Catholic Young Adults Picnic is Sunday, 13th of March at 1 o'clock at the Esplanade, the Rose Garden. Bring a picnic and non-alcoholic drinks are provided. Thank you. And that concludes Catholic Radio for this week. But we'll be back next Sunday at the same time. So thank you, everybody, for being with us. And thank you, Angela and Cecily, for answering the call to spread the good news. In the week ahead... May we be present and beware of a mountaintop experience. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show.